This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in to the Illini Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Illini Enquirer publisher here with you. And I hope you feel you're getting your fill of podcasts this weekend with the news that Brett Bielema is the new Illini coach. We've tried to take some angles here. We had the emergency pod with Ryan Easterling and Isaac Trotter to kind of give you our immediate reaction of how we feel Brett Bielema fits, how we reacted to the news, something we've been primed for that uh, he was a candidate but the fact that he's the hire what it means for Josh Whitman what he's looking for in the program and just what are the next steps for Bielema then I dove into yesterday as well on our second part of the day about Bielema's different tenures very different tenures one at Wisconsin where he was replacing a legend in Barry Alvarez and, and really kept Wisconsin as one of the best programs in the Big Ten and lifted them at a time when Ohio State and Penn State were down due to scandal and lifted Wisconsin to the top of the Big Ten. Three straight Big Ten championships and three straight Rose Bowl appearances. Talked about that and why he left uh, and what what caused him to do that. Also chatted about his Arkansas tenure that did not go as well. Um, so talked with both the Wisconsin reporter, Benjamin Wargle, who now writes for Rivals, as well as Trey Biddy from 24-7 Sports, Hog Sports. Go check out those pods. Gives you a lot of background on Brett Bioma. Gives some insight from us as well, from the Illini Enquirer guys, uh, about how he fits here and, and what his big steps next are going to be for Illinois and, and this roster and recruiting and all that. But today I wanted to focus on the big issue of in-state recruiting. And I got to be honest with you, I get tired sometimes of talking about this as an issue, but it has been an issue for Illinois. I thought it was getting fixed with Lovey Smith. His first year here, he's able to get a great in-state recruiting class led by two top eight guys, which included Kendrick Green, who's turned into a phenomenal player for Illinois, possibly an NFL player, I think so. And then Ricky Smalling, who obviously did not end his career the way he wanted. He, he left the program, but he had three really productive years, inconsistent at times, but very productive. And he helped really recruit the rest of the class in 2017, which I think ended up a pretty dang good class for Lovey Smith. He just wasn't able to follow those up. Also in that class, Vidarian Lowe who's turned into a four-year starting offensive lineman. Also in that class uh, is Alex Pauczewski, which was a fantastic find in that class for Illinois. Now, not all of the in-state commits worked out uh, in that year. You know, Kendall Smith's been a very good program guy. He committed uh, along with Ricky Smalling at that time. James Knight, I think they knew when they took him, uh, was probably going to be more of – you know, a special teams kind of guy. L'Oreal Oladipo had the off-the-field issues, obviously, but he was a top-15 get in that class, and he was a rotational player. Cam Thomas didn't work out as quarterback. Mark Mondesir has made a contribution to the program. Um, that's a heck of an in-state class. But ever since then, they've landed no top-12 
recruits in the state. Uh, only one top 15 recruit, and that's Keith Randolph, who I think is going to be a very good player. And over the last two recruiting classes, you've had three uh, in-state players, including zero in 2020. It's simply not good enough. And we dive into the issues there with Lovey Smith, but also uh, what Brett Bielema can bring to the group. And the first person I talked to is because of after his tweet, Mark Grounds, who is the Jacksonville high school coach, Jacksonville, Illinois, uh, was the coach of Gabe Meganson, who was one of the top prospects in the state about five, six years ago. And Gabe went on to start some games for Illinois. I thought he had a good career ahead of him. Uh, but then he, he disagreed with Garrick McGee and some of that Illinois staff with Lovey Smith. And he moved on to Illinois State, where he was a very good player, had some injuries, set him back. But uh, Gabe's a good college football player and could have helped Illinois for a few more years if it would have went okay here. But... Mark Grounds is the president of the IHSFCA. Sorry, I always screw that up. IHSFCA, which is the Illinois High School Football Coaches Association. And he hasn't heard from Lovey Smith in in his five years here. That's what he says. And we've heard a lot of stories like that. Now, while I think some of the staff worked incredibly hard in staff, I do think Illinois and some of these staff members got around to high schools. They didn't hear enough from the head coach especially. And before we get into this interview with Mark about Lovey and about Brett Bielema, I want to say that Lovey did speak at the high school coaches clinic. Illinois hosted the Illinois high school coaches clinic for, I think four of the years that he was here, but this year he declined uh, to speak at that. And uh, it was a week before he got fired. I don't know if he knew that he was going to get fired and maybe he didn't want to take an hour out of his day during game prep for what he thought was probably a very important game against Northwestern. But Pat Fitzgerald did Tom Allen did Mike Loxley did. And it was just, I, I think it was one of those moments where you knew Lovey Smith couldn't come back from. Either he just wasn't showing that effort, didn't care to show that effort, or he knew he was done. So it was like, I, that was, felt like one of the nails in the coffin for me. Um, and, and Lovey said he was just preparing for his game. You just can't do that as the Illinois coach. And you got to play politics in this role. You got to be a salesman. Um, and while he did some things in state, hosted cl- you know a clinic up in Chicago early in his tenure with Thad Ward, and, and I know the Phillips coach, Chicago Phillips coach Troy McAllister was a big fan of Lovey Smith and still is. Uh, but there were other areas of the state that they just didn't reach enough. And I want to be fair in, in saying some of those things about how Illinois did do some things right. Uh, with you know high school prospects, they did offer first for some kids, maybe not enough kids with the University of Illinois. Um, and they were getting in some high schools, but maybe not enough high schools in the University of Illinois. But I did want to give Mark Grounds um, a call because Brett Bielema gave him a call within the first few hours on the job. And I think that's important. It's a first step for Brett Bielema to recruit the state of Illinois, and he called Mark Grounds. So we're going to talk later in this podcast with Edgy Tim, Tim O'Halloran, who's a better encyclopedia about in-state recruiting than anybody. He's, I know he works for the other network, but I don't care. Tim's a friend. Tim's great at what he does. I want to get him on the podcast and talk about something I feel like I've talked about with him a lot, but put it into context of a new coach and put it into context of the future under a new coach that has recruited the state decently well in the past. But before we get into any of that, let's talk with Mark Grounds about the issues that he thought Illinois had within state recruiting the past several years with Lovey Smith, 
But then we'll also dive into what he thinks about Brett Bielema and whether he's optimistic with Brett Bielema after his chat on Saturday morning, just a few hours after Brett Bielema got the job. Mark Grounds, Jacksonville High School head coach, Illinois High School Football Coaches Association president. He's coming up next on the Online Enquirer podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Mark Grounds is the Jacksonville High School coach here in the state of Illinois, also the Illinois High School Football Coaches Association president. Mark, thanks for joining us, man. Take me in, first of all. I mean, this is kind of a big announcement. What were your initial reaction to uh, Brett Bielema? Well, I actually got texts. I was outside doing stuff, and I came came in, and I was getting texts from uh, people that he was hired and stuff like that. And then uh, – uh, I got another text. I'm the president of the Illinois High School Football Coaches Association this year. I got a, a text from uh, our executive director to expect a phone call from Coach Bielma today, uh, <laughs> early, er, late morning, early afternoon. And I said, "Wow, that's you know that that's what we that's what we need to hear as high school coaches that were that that were important." So the guy hadn't been on the job for five hours and had already reached out to the the state association. I can't tell you how how different and that is from from what we've been dealing with, but how how exciting it is for Illinois Illinois high school football. What did he say, Mark? What did he tell you? Well, I, I mean, I, I think I think more than anything, it's it's what he wanted to hear, and he wanted to hear what 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 Illinois high school football coaches uh, that 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 coach the kids in the state uh, want, and what we and what we feel. Uh, you know, he, he said, I'm going to be a great listener as well. And to me, that's, that's huge. That means that if somebody that's willing to listen to people that, that, uh, you know, supply players, he wants, he obviously he wants to, to, to keep every, every quality football player in the state of Illinois at, at home or, or, or be in the running for them at home and, uh, unify the state. He said, you know, Illinois is kind of, kind of different because you got Chicago, you got downstate, you got Peoria. Metro East, he goes. I think it's important that we're all that we're all Illinois, and that you know that that unifying uh, theme I think was great. He wants to to reach out, you know, and 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 hear from and see as many of the coaches as possible as quickly as possible through you know Zoom and 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 things that he can legally do uh, through the NCAA. But uh, overall, you know, you got a kid, a guy that played football in the state of Illinois. He's worked in college for and with some of the greatest rebuild uh, coaches in the history of uh, college football. After, after Arkansas, you know, he didn't, didn't take time off. He went and went and worked with, 
you know, arguably the greatest NFL coach of all time uh, and, and one of the greatest defensive minds of all time in Belichick. So, I mean, honestly, I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, A.D. Whitman uh, went, went for, for somebody that understands the culture mm-hmm. of our state that has recruited our state successfully. I mean, I would, I would think it's pretty easy to say that quite honestly, what during his tenure at Wisconsin, he probably recruited the state of Illinois better than the state, than the university of Illinois did. Yeah. Okay. So, so those, those inroads I think are exceptionally uh, positive. Uh, you know, I think, I think we got a guy that uh, knows how to build and will build. I, you look at his record at Arkansas, they were Arkansas, since they've been part of the SEC, have had very few really great years. I mean, it's not the Southwest Conference, to Arkansas, right. but his recruiting classes—they were—they were competitive. You know, I think I think uh, you know a little bit more patience down there, and you would have seen Arkansas in, in bowl games year in and year out. Uh, it, uh, I think, I think it's a new day for Illinois football, where somebody that understands Illinois high school football mm-hmm. is is going to be in Champaign. So Mark, you know, how, yeah, sorry, Mark. What what did you tell him you guys need? Well, I think I think number one, communication. Okay, we we want to know that our kids are important, and all you know, every every high school coach thinks they got a kid that should be like a an all pro NFL player, and we know we know that's not the case. But but when when there's a power five kid, the University of Illinois can't be the seventh eighth ninth or tenth person to offer that kid right and you find and you do that by having relationships with coaches you evaluate kids early on and i told him i said if 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 our kid is a mac player or our kid is a one double a player tell us you're not going to hurt our feelings we need honest communication and if you're honest with us about that and why you think that we may not always like it, but we'll, we will appreciate you for that instead of just not getting back to us and, and not recruiting the kids, you know. And and, and uh, I think the other thing is there needs to be an openness. You know, the camps, the seven-on-sevens that the previous regimes had that were tremendous recruiting opportunities, but also tremendous opportunities for our coaches and our kids to be in, in our state's university. I said we'd love to see those come back. And uh, obviously, participation and making our, our state association, the high school coaches, and our clinic yeah. uh, special again—that that's a priority for us as an association. You know, we 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 can't have a, a state online clinic where nobody from the University of Illinois would agree to speak. Mm-hmm. I said, that can't happen. Okay, mm-hmm. that that that. Honestly, that that uh, that that should, should you know they should be wanting to to have a keynote role uh, in that. And you know the other thing that I, I said was people forget that Illinois could be the greatest state in the Big Ten. I think we're the only state with two Big Ten universities that land the Lincoln Trophy every year. How special would that be? Is if with if Illinois and Northwestern are playing the last Big Ten game of the year to to find out who's going to be the Western division champion and play for the big 10 overall championship year in and year out. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a dream of, of high school coaches, but it's, it's something that, you know, why not, why, yeah. why not have that as, as, 
as our vision of, of, of what we'd like our, our state colleges uh, to be about. Mark, obviously all of this is like in a reaction to what you guys felt wasn't enough communication uh, or enough outreach from Lovey Smith specifically and, and, and his staff. Um, what, what was most disappointing about that, that that Brett can learn from? Well, I hope that when he comes in that the kids that are still in the program, are he treats them like his kids. Okay, I, I, I pray that we don't see a mass exodus out of the University of Illinois program like we did under the previous regime. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I, I hope that uh, he's a, a, a great teacher. He, he, he you know, they were Illinois football before he was Illinois football. Okay, so they need to be able to be there together and then start building immediately as he has, as evidenced by his phone calls today, work to start networking with high school coaches in the state of Illinois to where he can identify the, the kids that can help continue to build and, and move Illinois football back to a direction and a place that we'd all like to see in the conference. Sure. So I guess what, what's realistic for expectations for Illinois recruiting the state? Because I always say – Mark, that you're not going to own the state, right? There's too many good talent. There's too many recruiters who come in. So what, what do you think can be uh, – what do you think Brett Bielma can do in state if he recruits it like you say you hope he recruits it? Well, I mean, what did we have? 18, 19 kids that early signing signed uh, Power Five power five offers. And what was there, one or, one, one or two from the state of Illinois? Uh, I, 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 I hope – that year in and year out that they have the ability to fill the the needs that they need on their team with Illinois power five kids. Okay. Does that mean uh, 18, if if there's 18 available? No. What, what do they need? Can they get their needs from Illinois and are they in the top one or two with all Illinois kids that are power five? Okay. You know, in in a, in a perfect world as the association, uh, you'd you would like to see that uh, uh, Illinois Power Five kids. It comes down to Illinois and Northwestern mm-hmm. because they're in our state. If we got a kid that that is a MAC kid, obviously you'd like to see that uh, they go to Northern Illinois. And if they're one double A, we've got 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 several great one double A or FCS uh, schools as they're called now uh, that are battling out for the rest of our scholarship kids. You know that that that's ideally what we you'd like to see. I don't I don't think you can say put a put a number and say hey they're always going to get fifty percent of the Power Five kids. You know, the, the positions of need mm-hmm. are they in the running to get them with Illinois kids and are they getting their share? And you know, I think it I think it it it, it would. It will be completely impossible to completely lock down the state and say that every power power five kid goes to the University of Illinois. Right. Okay, because there's so many options and there's so many quality programs that make a living in in the state of Illinois, whether it's uh, Chicago or downstate slash metro east area. You know, there's 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 some of the some of the storied programs in the nation that that come and, and get kids out of those areas, but. Are they in the run and are they in the hunt for them? Are they working hard to get them? And are they ultimately getting their share? You know, I think that I think that's a, a good a good start. Yeah. 
Well, Mark, I can hear your phone blowing up. What, 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 are, most, <laughs> what, are, what are most of the messages today? <laughs> well, early, early on, it was like, you know, what do you think, think of this hire? Uh, you know, I, I, I put out there on, on Twitter because everybody's saying he needs to get a hold of the high school coaches as soon as possible. Well, he did. And I wanted people to know that, you know, his first day on the job, he hadn't been on the job for five hours and he's already reaching out to the, the association uh, officers about what he can do to, 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 to get in front of and help help uh, unify the state and, and learn of what we need and we want to help, you know, make the university successful. Mm -hmm. And I think that I think there's a sigh of relief. OK, this guy gets it. OK, this guy's a recruiter. And you look at it where he's been. They've. You know, at Wisconsin, they recruited Illinois exceptionally well. Uh, so, I mean, it's not like he's a complete stranger uh, to recruiting in this state. Mm -hmm. So, it was it, it was good. I think the reactions have been good. You know, everybody wants to, you know, a lot of the 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 Twitter Twitter animals and Facebook animals are are are, are wondering what what was that Arkansas about this or that. Well. Yeah there's a body of work there that, that has been excellent from this man. And uh, I think if you, if you would have five years ago uh, hired Brett Bilma, people would be doing uh, cartwheels in the streets. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, he is uh, one of the, the, the all time great coaches in the big, the big, uh, the big conference. When you look at his wins, what he is, his winning percentage uh, and, and where he won at, I mean, let's face it. Wisconsin's a great state. But it's not closer to great recruiting talent than Illinois is. When you look at Chicago, St. Louis, Indianapolis, those are all within three hours of Champaign. And there's a lot of, lot of uh, Division One Power Five kids that come out of those areas. Was there anything else you wanted to add? No, I just I think uh, I think uh, you know it's a it's it's a, an exciting hire because of uh, where he's been, who he's been with. I think it's exciting because uh, day one, he's reached out to high school coaches, which means that uh, high school football in the state of Illinois is, is important to the state university. And, uh, you know, hopefully Illinois gets a win today. Northwestern gets a win today. And uh, we start off 2021 in a, in a much better, better fashion for football overall in the state of Illinois. Definitely, definitely. Well, I, I can't thank you enough, Mark. Uh, are you okay if I if I run this on on our podcast? Are you okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, awesome, awesome. Well, Mark, I can't I can't uh, appreciate your insights enough. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Have a great Christmas. All right, you too. There you go. Great stuff. Love the insight from Mark. Now let's get some insight from the guy who's covered Illinois high school football recruiting uh, as long and as well as anybody I can remember. Tim O'Halloran, you guys know him as Edgy Tim, part of the Rivals.com crew, edgytim.com. He joins us next to talk about what Brett Bielema brings to in-state recruiting for the University of Illinois football program. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. All right, we're focusing on the recruiting potential of Brett Bielema in the uh, now an Illini seat as the Illini head coach. He's recruited the state before at Wisconsin, and this guy covers in-state recruiting better than anybody. He's been doing it for a long time. He's Edgy Tim. Tim O'Halloran, edgytim.com, part of the Rivals.com crew. Tim, just initial reaction. Brett Bielema is the Illinois football coach. First of all, I don't do in-state recruiting as well as anyone. I, I just pick up your phone call. So let's face it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what'd you think this uh, morning, man? I mean, I, I mean, you gotta be excited for the hire. It's a guy that's from the state of Illinois. He's a well-known name. He's had success in the big 10. Yeah. We'll forget about Arkansas, but you know, I mean, it's, it's a name that, that I think the coach is already fired up about. I know he's already made some very early phone calls. I know he talked to Mark Grounds at the coaches association and, some other coaches I've heard from have said the same thing that he's already reached out. And, you know, Jeremy, it's, it's, it's just going to be someone that has, has, has recruited himself. I mean, he's, he's put together good staffs. He's put together and, and that's, and, and you know, this as well as anyone. I mean, I'm, I'm as interested to see who he hires as opposed to his hiring alone. I mean, I want to see what kind of guys make up his staff, where they're from, what kind of success they've had in the recruiting side. Then, then from my standpoint, then I'll start getting excited one way or the other about the hire. But, but on the surface, yeah, it's it's in in again not to be negative Nancy and Debbie Downer, but from an in-state perspective, I mean, it's got to be better than it's been the last few years. How did it get so bad? Uh, because Tim, they, they had nine commitments in their first class, and I know they made a change in their recruiting department. But it's just yep. uh, it's I, I know it can be frustrating to recruit the state sometimes when you're Illinois and it's not just Lovey who struggled with it and losses play a big part of it. But why did it get so bad to the point where you don't even sign one and, and you've signed no top twelve guys the last four years? Yeah, it, that that's a, probably the best question I've been asked and, and and I think there's some different things involved in it. Um you know, talent varies from year to year. And if you go back and look at numbers and classes, last previous few years, I mean, 2021 is a good year. Uh, I mean, just the overall numbers of FBS signings will show you that compared to maybe the past four or five years here. Um, there's been, there have been, I mean, the combination of really not a full-on effort in state versus the talent level some years and certainly a positions of need that, that Illinois was looking for. I think a lot of it just combined to, to add up to not a lot of good when it came to in-state recruiting. And and I think, you know, I, I think the approach with the transfer portal certainly had something to do with it, um, you know, whether rightly or wrongly. But, uh, you know, I just think it was a lot of different things that combined. And, and I mean, let's face it, Jeremy, the year where you guys – was it two years ago you didn't send anyone? Mm-hmm. I think that was that was a real eye-opener for the quote-unquote casual fan that would just say, wow. Like no one, you didn't say anyone. I think that really, really kind of spurred things on and really woke a lot of people up. So Bielema, I think, is saying and doing the right things today, right? I mean, 
You, you yeah. talked about Mark Grounds, and we talked to him here um, that this is the first time he's heard from middle high coach in, in five years. And, and he's yeah. the coach of Jacksonville, which is not a bad program. He's produced Gabe Meganson before, and he's the president of the IHSF, FCA. Um, so that's a good first step. And you said the staff's the next thing, but now you got to do it every day, right? So um, what, yeah. what's the key to Brett Bielema? Like, How do you think he'll be received? And, and what's the key to him finding some level of success in state? You know, I think I think everyone will, and I think this this held true for Lovey Smith, and it held true for Tim Beckman, and, and working all your way down. I think initially they're going to get the he's going to he's going to get the benefit of the doubt, and, and people are going to be very open minded, and and want to embrace the program and want to embrace Illinois and say, okay, hey, you know what, we'll we'll give you a shot here. We'll see how things go. Um, I, I talked about this last Monday. I I did a did a video thing. And talked about steps that I think the staff could take, and uh, I know a lot of it I, I've seen reiterated elsewhere as well. I mean, I, I think I think some keys is number one: you have that gorgeous facility in Illinois. You have to open that thing up. Um, you want coaches coming through there as much as possible. You want to show that off and have coaches and recruits going through there as much as possible. I think the lust, the luster, and the allure of the Illinois camps in the summer faded. I think you really got to work hard and try to get it because Jeremy, you know this. You know there were not too many years ago where the Illinois seven on seven was the place to be in the summer. Yeah, you were drawing teams regionally, you were drawing teams nationally in there, and yet between that and the Illinois Lyman camp, I mean, it was it was a great camp, and I thought brought a lot of kids onto campus, drew a lot of interest, and that just kind of faded. Um, and then you mentioned the everyday aspect. Look, you, you've got to have a strategy. I think you almost have to assign every assistant coach a certain area or a certain group of coaches that at least from a contact and a communication standpoint, you're in charge of, of them and in charge of contacting and reaching out to them. Uh, I think the other thing you need to do right away is, is as a staff, need to really quickly find your top 10, 15 in 2022 and 2023 and make sure they know you're very aware of them and try to start establishing that communication you know, as much as you can under the, under the regulations, CA regulations, but uh, yeah, it's like anything, Jeremy. You gotta gotta hit the ground running with the recruiting effort, and I'm sure he will. Yeah. What do you remember about Bielma recruiting the state at Wisconsin? I know he got some of the top kids. Um, didn't recruit here. I mean, he relied on Wisconsin, right? Um, but what do you remember of his time there? Yeah, um, I, I remember they were always active here. Um, I know that evaluation wise, they were good and. He had a good staff. I mean, uh, I'm thinking of guys like Chris Ash and God. There's been a lot of them up and down the years. You know, between between um, you know his staff and you know there there was obviously like most staffs there was some changeover. But uh, I just remember a really good coaching staff and a staff that again we talk about guys that have been strong, consistent recruiters. That's what that staff was. So I think that's real encouraging that uh, you know that uh, Brett's going to be able to put. Probably some very good, very solid recruiter types uh, onto his next staff in Illinois. Do you buy into the fact that, like, Illinois, the state, produces his type of players? Yeah, to an extent. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting because I've been I've been saying for a while that you know we used to be really known for developing big offensive tackle types and. Jeremy, they kind of gone away the last few years. We haven't we haven't seen as many of those, 
you know, six six two hundred ninety pound farm kids that just are falling out of the skies. It seemed like in the in the nineties and the early to even mid two thousands. And yeah, but there's still a good lineman group here on both sides of the ball. So yeah, to an extent, sure. And 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 we have enough skills and and you know running backs, solid running backs that you can certainly use in in his offense. So yeah, I, I think it works to his strengths for sure. But again. It's more than just here. You've got to recruit nationwide, right. and, and I'm the first to admit that. I'm probably the biggest homer for in-state recruiting, but look, you, you don't have to get them all. You just have to get your share, and I think that's what the approach will be. And, and that brings me to a question. Like I always say, Illinois is never going to own the state. There's too many dang good schools, too many dang good players um, for Illinois to do that. So well, It's just too accessible is yeah. the problem. It, I mean, you know, and, and I know guys nationally that recruit here and, and they'll fly in, they'll, they'll get in, stay overnight, leave early in the morning, fly out at night, and they've been to at least a dozen schools. Mm-hmm. So that makes it really difficult, for sure. So what do you think is realistic for, for Brett Bielema? Like in, in three years, like what, what can he consistently do each year in state? Uh, I mean, I, God, I've been saying this for a long time, and one of these days, Jeremy, I hope to God it comes true. <laughs> um, you know, you look at your top 10, top 15 every year in state, I think three to five is a realistic target in that range. If you can get three to five consistently every year, I think you're doing a, a steady job here. Um, you're going to have years where you might get two out of the top five or even three out of the top five. But I, I think if you can get three to five out of that top 10 to 15, I think you're going to be landing consistently some good players that can really help you. And, and again, you tie it into what type of the what type of kids are those? Are those going to be kind of polarizing kids that that other recruits will rally around and they'll listen to, and and guys that'll be really proactive. And and I mean, Jeremy, you know that you need those guys to uh, to really buy in and help you recruit. And there and there's some names. I mean, there's some names in 2022 that that I if I'm this staff, I go after right away because. You know, I mean, right off the top, uh, Caleb Brown and Tyler Morris, I think, are guys that other kids would rally to when it comes to recruiting. So, yeah, you've got to land those type of kids for sure every year. But three to five out of that top 15 or so, I think it's realistic. Yeah. I, I know we've barely seen these kids play high school games, Tim, because of the pandemic here, but what do the 22 and 23 classes look like in state? They look really good. And, I mean, I haven't seen them play a game since 2019, but right. – God, if I watch any more seven on seven, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. So it's it's I've gotten a chance to see them plenty, and from a skill position standpoint, and, and you talk about uh, Bielema and, and his offense, uh, there are some extra large offensive linemen. I think he's going to get excited about in the next two years here in Illinois. So, yeah, talent level, Jeremy. I, I you know that we started this year, which I found it really interesting in the pandemic that we still had. Uh, I think close to 75 kids or so signed up yes letters so far, which is, uh, God, about 15 more than we had the year before. So that's a positive, and I think the next two years are going to be in that number range, if not higher. So, yeah, it's it's looking up talent-wise here for sure. Well, Illinois got three of them, Krutz, uh, Zach Barlev, Josh Geske. Again, I know we haven't seen as much of him play high school, and, and Geske's already on his way uh, to Illinois. But um, how do you think those guys fit what BMO wants? Uh, you know, they're, they're, I think, I think Cruz is going to be the guy that, I mean, he, he was born to be a center. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, son of Olin Cruz and, and plays like the, like the son of a, of a, of a great football player, because technically he's sound, he's an outstanding center, great balance and 
and quickness and power and you know again he's he's not physically the type of kid you can move the guard or tackle but he will play center and could be a really strong player for you you mentioned Jeske and He's a kid that, uh, you know, he's more of a developmental kid. He's going to have to put more weight on and get stronger. But I'm sure people know his story with the diabetes and everything. So that, you know, that is something that I think uh, with the help of uh, the nutrition and training staff at Illinois, I think you'll see him make progress a lot faster than than, than I think a lot of people would think with a kid with that medical situation. And then... um, you know, Barlev, I've I've had a chance to see work out um, a couple of times here in the past uh, over the past summer and fall, and uh, he's made a lot of progress. The kid's worked really hard since I saw him back in 2019, and I would say he's probably is is physically ready now for college, and he's been in a long time. So uh, again, I can see him end up end up being part of a rotation as a probably more of a guard type, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, again, I, I I understand. I know they didn't get ranked real high by a lot of people, and um, again, I I think that lack of senior tape and early tape definitely played a part. But I also saw the appeal from Illinois side as well because all three of them have some upside. Yeah, Edgy Tim, Tim O'Halloran, edgytim.com. Check out his stuff there, Tim. Always thanks. Uh, thanks for the time, man. You're my go-to guy. Hey, either this or uh, White Sox, man. You give me a call. <laughs> Will do. Thanks, Tim. See you, buddy. See. You. Always love my conversations with Tim O'Halloran. Edgy Tim's good, man, and uh, he does it well, and I'm sure he's itching to see some actual football, uh, but always good insight from him. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, good high school football recruiting chat about Illinois. Again, I think I think the realistic expectations are get a couple of the top kids and fill in some needs uh, with, with kids later in the class, you know, 20 through 30, whatever it is, 15 through 30. But you'd like to get three to five, I think, of those top 15 every year. And I don't think that's undoable for Illinois. Um, not every kid's going to fit what you want, of course. That's why you give a kind of a wide thing of three to five would be nice. But you want to be in the mix. You want to be in the mix. I think that's the most important thing. And it feels like Illinois is barely in the mix for these guys right now um and, and it's been a while and you do see when they make that kind of effort especially early in the tenure like lovey smith had that you can do well and ron zook did really well in state especially early in his tenure uh where he landed some different difference makers who, who made up a lot of his depth chart um you know for the team that went to the rose bowl so uh, i think it's gonna be important for brett bioma and i think he said and done the right thing so far but as we talked about with tim it's gonna take work over years uh, to build that up. But I do think he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. I think you can have uh, a spike in interest here in the state and land some kids and create some excitement in state and, and feel like they're a part of something uh, with other in-state kids and, and build upon that and create some momentum. So maybe that can happen. We'll watch. And of course, we'll cover the heck out of it. As always, thank you for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. Subscribe to us, rate us, review us wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to take advantage of that two-for-one deal. Two months of Illini Enquirer VIP access for just $1. Check that out. Uh, it's an easy price point to get in. Give us a try for the next two months, which are going to be so eventful with Illinois basketball and, of course, everything to do with Brett Bielma putting together this program. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Check out all the new content up at the site as well. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Enquirer podcast.